Hey. Well, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> oh, it's still getting used to these buttons, buddy. It's still getting used to these buttons. Oh. Oh. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the We Only Do What Take podcast, the first time on Twitch. It's the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I am your very. Very sick coach, very sick host at the moment, Turch. And with me is my co-host, the CEO, the man that will probably uh, be doing most of the talking this episode. It's Kieran. How you doing, buddy? Uh, look, much better than you. You've got the COVID. I've got the um, Rona. You know, you've been a COVID denier. You've been an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> yeah, uh, you've been at right. you've been at all the rallies. Yeah, and yeah. and now you get it. So you know, know, how are you going? This is we're on Twitch for the first time, and now we're completely <laughs> banned because of a very innocent joke. I am triple vaxxed. I am not a denier. <laughs> I haven't even been to a rally. I'm just, but we have talked to people from the rally. Let's clear that up off the bat. Uh, absolutely. Uh, for people who uh, are listening to this, what we're trying to do is you can actually, uh, we might have people, I don't think that we're going to have anyone join us on this stream. But we're that successful. We're that successful. Having done this, well, for what, four years? It feels like. That we're going to have no one join us. I know, I know. But we've, yeah. we've put out the links out there. If people want to join us, they can come on and rant. They're up on Twitter and Facebook, so make sure you follow us on that. We potentially might do these in the future if we're both unwell or one of us is unwell and uh, can't be bothered hosting the other sort of thing. But yes, I do have coronavirus. Uh, I've been sleeping and sleeping and taking multivitamins, and that's pretty much all I've done and drink about 40 litres of water. And that's about it. There's not much you can really do. No, there isn't. I don't care about COVID anymore. So if you can just shut up about it, that would be. <laughs> I, ha- I um, have. That would be great. I have been able to watch the last dance all over again. Uh, oh, which has been really very nice. Great. I did get, to, and I have watched the uh, the Kanye West, the Kanye West special. Um, <laughs> on what the fuck is the Kanye West special? There's a, there's a Kanye West documentary on. Uh, on what do you call it? On on Netflix. The TV. On Netflix, the TV right. and the Netflix. So I'm really out of it. If I don't make sense today, <laughs> fucking hell. I mean, um, it's what's well, just what this show is about. Uh, it's really good. It, you learn about Kanye West. I love Kanye West, and I know a lot of people don't. So, yeah, but it really gives you an idea of him. We do have someone in the ch- in the in the thing. I don't know if she's in the right place or not, but uh, we can maybe get her. <laughs> I'll message her about that. Kieran, do you have a rant for us today? Oh, shit. Do I have a rant? Um, I got an email today uh, from my father <laughs> about... <laughs> an email? About, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that is... Uh, thank you, Jess, for joining us on the podcast. Turch, where is the remote? Jess wants to know where the remote is. Oh, <laughs> Uh, is she sending his comments? Where is she? Yeah. Oh, She's in the private chat. On the private chat. the... I can't... Oh, here we go. 
Jess, you just need to be watching us for the next hour. Yeah, it's very no, true. No remote, no remote for you. <laughs> I don't have the remote. <laughs> oh crap! She's found it. There oh, goes, wow. there goes our, there goes our one viewer. Uh, so your dad. So wait a minute. Your dad emails you. No, but I got an email. Actually, he used to back a decade ago. He used to be that guy that would send all those like funny emails. But oh, he would just guy. sort of forward them on. Like, yeah. Anyway, uh, I got an email. And then a number of phone calls, which I ignored. But I eventually got on the phone to him. And he's very excited because, Church, there is a three-day cruise at the end of the year. It's a comedy cruise where you can go on this cruise <laughs> and for three days and you can watch comedians. <laughs> okay. Now, I... I was like, I fucking hate cruises. That sounds like I'm a I'm not laugh. going on a cruise. I think you've heard me complain multiple times in this podcast about how I never want to go on a cruise. That's true. Because um, you, you're not, you're not you at that have, stage yet. You, you have tried to convince me otherwise. I have done 24 hours on Howling Bay, and that's about as enough, enough of a cruise as I want. So, But he's, he's so excited. He's like, you and your friends can go on this cruise. <laughs> and, I, and I'm going... It's not even listing the comedians who are going to be on this cruise. In fact, the comedians that I like are probably never going to be asked to go on this cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just going to be old people. It it probably will just be, it'll probably just be old comedians that are, or I always see something like this where, uh, what do you call it? People who want to work on cruise ships and they're always looking for like, musicians comedians magic shows dancers all that sort of thing and they're like if you can't make it in society you end up on a cruise ship (laughs) yeah pretty much well look it's good cash it's really good cash if um you want if you just want to do that sort of thing and you get your chops you're gonna be quite good uh because i remember like going on a cruise with the family and there was a piano player and you would tip him and they would just mm-hmm. play whatever you wanted. Like you could name the most oh, random wow. of okay. songs. And yet like your chops had to be there. There was this other cover band who were also uh it was like live karaoke. So people would say, I want to sing this song for karaoke, and the band would just have to play it. So Right, okay. It was pretty- so they have to be they have yeah. to be alright. Yeah. 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 Okay. The musicians well, anyway. I-, like, I would say the comedians your audience would have like you wouldn't be really be able to develop an audience because the audience would be um would have to be like old people or people like boomer like you have to do boomer comedy anyway i would go on this cruise if you go on this cruise because there's an opportunity for the public to work with the comedians <laughs> and develop your own material and then do the show on the last day do it this sounds this we're sounds jo- like torture. How many people are on this cruise? <laughs> yeah, I've got no fucking idea. <laughs> you I would just, just take the piss out of it. <laughs> Can you just go on there and just do like the worst comedy you could you could possibly <laughs> do? Like get on there and just write or or just write like the worst jokes and just be like, Yeah, I've got Ooh. I've got like I've got a solid fifty minutes and just get up there and just say the <laughs> The worst jokes, you know, <laughs> it wouldn't like nonsensical, non like all that sort of stuff. I think that's the only way you could play it. Ugh. I'm still amazed your dad sent you an email. I know, I know. He was very excited. He's not going on the cruise. 
No, no. See, look, now, now I'll only go on the cruise if your dad's going on the cruise too. Because I want to hear If my dad, dad goes on the cruise, he will pay for everything. Because uh, yeah. I'll just go, oh, I left my wallet on shore. Oh, no. <laughs> If he if he pays for the whole thing for you and I as well, I'll go one hundred percent. I'll I'll even bunk with you, mate. We'll we'll have we'll share a bunk and it'll be fine. <laughs> you know, we'll be in the Z I'll section. I'll be shit for three days. Yeah, that's exactly Z, what's going to happen. Z section of the ship, right down the bottom, and it'll be and it'll be you absolutely know, fine. We we would end up in the prison in the ship. That's what would happen to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, like, uh, always sunny in Philadelphia when we go on the Christian ship, and we're just locked in there while the boat goes upside down. It's terrible. Terrible. Oh. Well, par- so anyway. Par- parents are the worst. I'm gonna, uh, is there any more to this uh, email rant? <laughs> no, just, I don't understand why. Because he, he called me, and I was very much, no, I don't, that is the worst thing I could think of in the world. Why would I want to be stuck? Yeah. on a ship with people I have no care about for with, three with, days. With, com- just with, com- with, with comedians, like people that are, are like, oh, I also have a podcast. Like, you, like we're, we don't even say to people we have a podcast unless they really push push it, right? Yeah. Uh, but those people all on the ship, no, I have a podcast. It's like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to listen. I'm not going <laughs> to listen to it. Uh, but at least you can enjoy uh, them saying it to you, you know. You know, uh, is there anything worse? <laughs> face security, is there anything worse than people go? What do you do on your spare time? And you go, I, I run a podcast. Like I don't even say, I don't even say it. <laughs> it's so there are lame. people. There are actually people who are I heard genuinely curious and going, Oh, how's your podcast going? It's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> And they literally will ask me like three or four questions no. to really get me to open up. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's I, sake. I, I would, I, when, when we talk about the podcast, I just go, oh, I was recently on another show. I didn't even yeah. say I was, we've done our own episodes. I'm like, yeah, I'm just on Shitty Song of the Week. Or I was just on, you know, Bad Poet Society. Or I was just on the porn. St- I'd rather talk about me going on other shows. Then at my own show. This is just like <laughs> background, background TV show, you know, like non-listening. This is, this is why we are the shittest podcast <laughs> this is, uh, ever. Ten out of ten to both shittest podcast. Oh, Kieran, um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, rant about something here, and it's uh, I'm gonna call this this rant here um, unobtainable standards. Unobtainable standards. Okay. Yeah. So, uh. My it was my nonna's birthday on the weekend, on the Sunday. Yeah. And uh, we go okay, all good. My mum says I'm gonna inv- we're gonna have it at my place instead of nonna's house. Come for lunch. It's a casual, simple lunch. I'm like, great. How oh, good this is this? Does, this does not sound. I'm casual. What are you in a suit and tie? Well, no, it's casual. Just trying to, casual lunch. Like nothing. I'm not even gonna cook anything fancy now if someone goes to you come over for lunch we're not having anything anything fancy what does that what does that mean to you um depending on who said it yeah that means 12 one o'clock yep i'm i'm sort of just putting something together that's quick and easy nice barbecue nothing simple yeah, barbecue. barbecue uh we're just gonna have some sandwiches or uh, yeah. pies in the yeah. oven Simple. When when basically people get there, I'll cook the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, that sounds great. And, and a bit of an Italian sort of thing is just to buy like fresh bread in the morning or make some bread in the morning, buy like lots of cold cuts. So, you know, yeah. your, your salami, your mortadella, your prosciutto, all that sort of stuff. And, and then, you make your own sandwich. And then it just goes, it's less about making a sandwich. It's more just you eat a little bit of bread, you eat a little bit of prosciutto, you eat a little bit of cheese, a little bit of the pickle and stuff. Yeah, gabagool. It's all this. And I'm like to my mum, okay, mum, how about you just do the sandwiches? Simple, easy. Everyone loves it. Everyone can eat as much or as little as they want. And everyone has something. And mum's like, oh, no, no, no. I've already planned out what we're going to have. And this is where that unobtainable standards come in. So this is a nice, mm-hmm. simple, casual lunch for my mum. She goes, we're going to start off. Uh, we're going to start. Our starter is going to be. <laughs> well, this is not casual because you've now got a starter. <laughs> My starter is a pumpkin soup, homemade pumpkin soup. I'm like, okay, first, that's great. But also that's, I, I don't put pumpkin soup in the idea. Pumpkin soup is not like a, a lunch food for me. Yeah. That's a, uh, I'm out to a fancy restaurant. Uh, I'm going to order a soup. Okay, pumpkin soup to start with. No issues at all. What's for main course? And she goes, well, what I've got is uh, a a three-hour slow-roasted chicken thighs with a marinade that I'm making myself. Then I've got slow, like, roasted vegetables of all kinds, a salad... Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there was something else that I can't even remember. Like, there was just so much. That and I probably had COVID and was delirious. Yeah. Uh, so that's for lunch. And I went, Mum, that's just... that. None of that sounds casual. <laughs> All of that sounds pretty formal. I'm like, just do something easy. Real easy. I know it's not on his birthday. She's an English teacher. What is a casual English lesson? I don't even... I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, it just sounds like... It just all sounds very laborious and torturous. Like to think a casual thing is at least a three course thing because we didn't even get past. I didn't even talk about the part where she also did made you have, dessert. Did you have the antipasto? No, we didn't have the antipasto. Antipasto. Okay, so it's so casual then. It's sort of casual, but then no, we had like <laughs> drinks beforehand. Like Dad's like, "What do you want to drink?" I have Negronis, or I have. Or I have uh, old fashions, and I'm like, well, none of those are, are casual. <laughs> casual. <laughs> they drink those. Those all sound like I'm about to finish my night off at a whiskey bar, and I'm ready to sort of have my final nightcap of the night. Uh, so we finish finish lunch. We give Nanda her gifts, um, and then Mum's like, oh, good news, we have dessert, and. My mum made uh, a apple and berry crumble from scratch. Yeah, excellent. But, but I'm like, that's great. And then she pulls out the uh, Italian uh, almond-flavoured biscuits that she had made. Mm-hmm. And then my dad goes, don't worry, I'm saving the day. And whips out the cannoli that he made. <laughs> and I'm like, none of this is casual 
I'm here just trying to have I, I, a sandwich. I feel like for your dad, making the cannoli is casual because it, it used it to is. be a pastry chef. Yes, yeah, I know, but that was you got to put it in perspective. He was a pastry chef thirty three years ago, so I can't. I can't even imagine what what is not <laughs> casual or what what's elaborate. Like what's elaborate at that point? Like I actually here's my four tier cake. Like no. Have you told your mum that you want an elaborate dinner? I'm, I I I I would never say that because I feel like I would never like there would be an eight course digestivo. I will say it. I will say it. <laughs> like you know, I like, will say how disappointed you are that you've never had an elaborate dinner. So really, this is a rant about you never having an elaborate. <laughs> no, experience. this is the you opposite. have never no, had. No, di- no, this is the part. This of the, is, this this is, is the, the equivalent. This is the equivalent. I used to have a, a friend who used to go to their place, but they would never serve dinner in the good room when I was there. We were always we were always in the. Oh, well, you definitely room. had dinner uh, in my parents' good room. I mean, multiple times. <laughs> um, no, because this is the worst part of it, right? My mum does this like a casual dinner, and now this is where that uh, uh, those as, as high expectations are. Now she's going to eventually expect that we do this, like me and like Jess and I, and my brother mm-hmm. and his his girlfriend. And one day we're going to have to go come over for lunch. Yeah, we're going to yep. reciprocate. And I'm not going to be able to make a four-course meal. Like, for me... Oh, Jess, should... Jess will have to do it, so you're fine. Well, that's even... You just have to, you just have to learn the cannoli <laughs> and the alcohol situation, too. Even... And I think you're quite fine in the alcohol situation, <laughs> well, so just start learning the cannolis. You've got 33 years. <laughs> that's true, I guess. But it's, it's such a high expectation for a casual lunch. Again, if I were to invite you over for a casual lunch, I'd go down to the shops, buy some nice burgers, some nice sauce. Like you've had got me over for uh, for lunch or dinner mm-hmm. or something like that when we watch the UFC. And you guys just put on a barbecue. I'm like, mate, I'm I'm living the dream. Oh, have you got beers? Oh, I'm in for a beers. That's it. Yeah. Maybe the peasant in me, the Italian <laughs> peasant in me has come out. <laughs> But oh my god! Um, not- to me, there's nothing better in it as far as a casual thing goes. Just cook meat on the barbecue, p- put it on a table, and let people help themselves. You know, you know. I think the thing with that sort of stuff is that you need like one or two things that really make it special. So if you go, yeah. oh, I made my own burger sauce for everyone to use. I, I was having this like I was having this argument with my dad, yeah. right? Because he loves he's 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 I'm getting into the smoked meats. He is an expert smoker compared to me. Yeah. But he will do he will do a dinner and there'll be three different types of meat. Yeah. That is basically smoked. And I've said to him, it needs to be one meat. Because you can't enjoy that one meat when you've got two other meats that you want so, to uh, eat what? and enjoy. And just one is far better. One and sides. What? So my dad's in the same thing. He'll have he'll have a barbecue and he'll go, here is the lamb and I'm also cooking chicken. And I'm like, it's either one or the other. But because my mum doesn't eat lamb, uh-huh. she, he has to cook the chicken. But right. because he doesn't want to eat chicken, he wants a second meat to be able to choose from. So... <laughs> So now he usually cooks lamb or a beef, depending on what he's feeling at the time, a pork and a chicken. So that's our usual barbecue. And it's like, and the reasoning is always 
the most stupid re- like I said uh, your mum I don't eat your mum doesn't eat pork or lamb or beef so you have to cook chicken but I don't want chicken but I want two types of meat to choose from <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's, That's it's, great. It's something. It's definitely Fucking something. Fucking I boomers. don't. I don't understand. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, expe- unre- unrealistic expectations. I, I'm not. I'm never going to be able to uh, put a put a three course meal together for a Sunday lunch. I mean, because can you just imagine how disappointed your nonna is about your mum that that was that was lunch. Not- I mean, because Nonna's expectations would have been far higher when she was a. She, there would have been the tablecloths. No, no, it would have she, been a formal. I, I'm sorry, it would she, have, she it, had a. Church, super it would easy. have been. It would have been a formal sit down. Uh, there would have been some bartering. There, there would have been. You know, it would have been super uh, easy for her because she didn't even have a mother-in-law in the country. <laughs> actually, it would have been. It would have been real easy. easy. Yes. She didn't have to do any of that. No, it's like, oh, yeah, she leaves uh, Italy, comes over here, pff, no parents to impress. You know? That's I'm going to put it, when we did have, when we did make the salami and we made some mm-hmm. sausages, I don't know if you've eaten them yet, but um, we made the sausages. Oh, I ate them straight away. I got home and cooked them up. Oh, there you go. Were they all right? <laughs> they were fucking amazing. Oh, great. i got some more here. Maybe I'll have you around for a barbecue. We can finish the rest of them. Uh, but like just casual, just a casual, just a casual barbecue, barbecue of homemade sausages. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like even when we made the sausages and we it was salami and we had some extra, we had some extra meat, made some sausages. Perfect. Uh, we're like, hey, how about we just cook them up and have them for lunch? And Nonna goes, no, no, they're for you to take home. I already made chicken schnitzels. <laughs> like, when did you have time to do that? <laughs> we're making salami all day. I don't understand. I'm not a smart man. I'm not a smart man whatsoever. How is the last I heard about the salami is that you had to put bricks on wood to oh, flatten it, the salami. It's back up. It's back up on the on the racking units. They're, they're drying out. Another another twelve t- eleven weeks. Another eleven weeks. Another 11 okay. Sorry. And then the salami's ready. You've learnt how to do salami. Next year, you can teach me how to do the salami. Uh, I feel like I can already do the yelling and easy. being loud and everything else. That's probably the Italian families do. Yeah, and we'll have a the, great the pro- day. The problem that you're gonna have is is that you're too tall, and <laughs> I don't, there's nothing you can do to really. You know, to, Church, to I'm happy that. to sit on the couch and watch you guys. <laughs> I'm happy to supervise. Happy to supervise. <laughs> Uh, Kieran, you got some news for us or more rants before? Because I know you, you've given me all these clips of this pod, other podcast, the Fat Lip Podcast. But mm-hmm. I want to do some news news first. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, I'm really proud of Australians because we are so innovative. 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 Innovative, yep. I get that. Innovative. There have been... Yeah, there have been these invasive green crabs descending in Tamworth. Right. What do the residents of Tamworth do? Cook them up. Turn, turn it into whiskey. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. If you can make, if you can make lemon, lemonade from lemons, you can make clawsome whiskey from invasive green crabs. Wow. How, what, what are they even 
doing to the crabs to make like whiskey is just peat distilled. And by the way, um, I did lie because it's Tamworth doesn't have uh, we're not Tamworth is not on the beach, it's in America. Okay, so Americans are being of uh, Tamworth, <laughs> America. I, I wasn't gonna say anything. I thought maybe they'd migrated over there because Tamworth is like country. Like country, country, country Australia, music, yeah, country Australia, country music <laughs> Australia. Um, you know, have you ever been to Tamworth? Uh, is that the they have the big guitar there? Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I've never been, I've never been. We should go there. We 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 should do a podcast from there for the Tamworth Country <laughs> Music Festival. Well, the CEO needs to get in contact with his contacts. I uh, feel like I feel like you would. I feel like there's a. I feel like. You were starting to embrace country life when you went to the St. Andrew's Pub, Turch. Uh, look, I am a chameleon. I can adapt to any type of lifestyle. I can live in the country. I can live in the city. I can live in Asia. I can live in Europe. I can live... It For me, it doesn't It doesn't matter. I just go to places and I adapt. And and, and mm-hmm. Jess is, is first-hand experience with me doing that. She She's been with me everywhere. And no matter where we go, somehow, I've been to Germany, did to Oktoberfest. I can't speak a lick of German. And I was able to talk with a whole bunch of Europeans about soccer for hours. I was drunk. They were also drunk. But we got along. And they liked me (laughs) better than they liked any of the other immigrants that came down to Oktoberfest at that point in time. And that that, that shows you, you know, I've, I've gone to... Uh, I've gone to uh, Asia where people thought that I was Muslim because of the beard <laughs> and the hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't, I feel like I'm a nomad. I don't really belong anywhere, but I'm accepted where, wherever I go. Except for tall conventions. <sighs> Who needs it? See, the, the problem is with um, tall convent- conventions that they add, it's usually prece- uh, preceded by the word big and. And so right. I can't fit into those because the big and part doesn't fit me at all. <laughs> <laughs> the tall bit, obviously. So that really doesn't, doesn't really, you know. Oh, oh fuck. I've actually, I've got a bone to pick with you. Um, <laughs> I just remembered. I came on this podcast a couple of weeks ago and said, it has begun. The next door neighbor's house is being demolished. Yeah. I will be hearing trading music. Yeah. And and you go to me, no, no, no. You've got twelve months. Life yeah. is okay. Yeah, twelve months now, of trading music. Well, you're not listening. <laughs> I thought you said it'll be twelve months before construction starts. Maybe. Well, no. The slab has been laid. Oh, it's done. The timber then. frames are up. Yeah. And the fucking music is awful. And I even heard one of the fucking tradies singing today. Okay, can I ask, is it like Triple M? No. Like a rock station? Or maybe. What is it? What is it? Like rock and roll? What's that old Vega FM? Smooth uh, FM. Smooth, yeah. Like, is I don't, it, maybe, they're playing, maybe they're playing mix today. What, what type of music was, were they even playing? Um, the the Venga buses, whatever that one yeah, is. You know what? <laughs> I've got people working next, uh, next door over here as well. Because they're putting up the timber frames and all that. They've just got a whole bunch of bricks. And I don't know what it is. I've been trying to sleep sleep off this coronavirus. And all I hear is like 90s pop music. Yeah. 
That's what I'm hearing. I, yeah. I didn't think tradies were into that, but maybe, maybe like tradies our age are into 90s pop music. Either that or they're um, using their wives and partners' Spotify playlists because just. No, it's not Spotify. It's the radio. <laughs> Why are they listening to the radio? Because it's uh, they've got those Makita like boom boxes that are nice and loud. Where is the Bluetooth? It is just her. It's horrendous. It is horrendous. Oh, I'm, I'm, um, I'm very sorry. <laughs> and the fact that they start at eight a.m. in the morning is just outrageous. They, they, can I'm at, they can start at seven. I know, I know, but I'm still asleep at eight a.m. Turn. Well, well, let's go back to sleep. I can't. <laughs> I'm hearing fucking the the Vanga bus or whatever it's called. <laughs> I um, I tried to um arrange that song, the Vanga bus, for a medley. I'm doing yeah. for the um, for the pot for the cliches, so I don't I don't know. We'll see. That might be one that we we play in the future. Shall if see. you fucking play it, I'll get on the dance floor. Well, look, Oktoberfest is coming back up. <laughs> I know that you know this, and I'm playing once again in Heathcote. I'm doing the Oktoberfest show once again in Heathcote. So and I will be drinking in Heathcote. <laughs> so will I. So will I. So. <laughs> We'll have to organise some time for that sort of thing. Uh, Kieran, I've got, I've got an article here. Uh, yeah. I know that I have uh, the coronavirus, but uh, the good news is that monkeypox is uh, is a thing now, and everyone's mm-hmm. really worried about that. We can all tell. And the good news is that the CDC have released some bizarre guidelines on how to keep uh, patients safe. While having yeah. sex. Now, I think we went through some of the ones for the coronavirus for back co- in the day. COVID, yes, yes. But yeah. now we've got Doggy the style. ones uh, for for um, for the monkeypox. So these are their, these are a few things that the CDC has said. Now, if you tell me if any of these sound a bit bit silly to you, okay. And I'm sure all the prostitutes are on the CDC website <laughs> daily to get their advice yeah. okay now this one here sounds pretty normal wash before and after okay that seems pretty fair uh pretty fair the second one i've got here is avoid kissing and i'm like okay okay right. not not okay. Uh, good for prostitutes i guess uh i don't know if you've ever been in a relationship but that's sort of something that sort of happens you know kissing is is what you want to do <laughs> yeah one something. night stands and all of that yeah uh here's another one Wear clothes. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, doesn't doesn't this defeat the purpose? Well, I guess I guess you know if you're wearing like pants, you can undo the fly, and the and the underpants you can un- put your you know, snake it through. Um. The lift underwear. the skirt up. And lift yeah. the skirt up. Okay. Take the panties off. That's, yeah, okay. Move it to the side at least, you know, keep it as safe mm-hmm. as... Okay, here's one for you. Uh, masturbate six feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Wait, is this, is this if you have monkeypox or is this... To, well, no, to avoid, to, to avoid like... 
To avoid getting it. To avoid potentially transmitting it. Ah, uh, here we oh go. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was it? So, uh, so if you're with your partner and you don't want to ca- potentially catch monkeypox, like masturbate, but be six feet apart and just watch each other masturbate. Uh, 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 fetish gear and clothes immediately afterward, wash all that sort of, uh, I can imagine, I can imagine them being very, very serious around a table discussing these policies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here we go. Here's some more. Uh, if you, if you, oh, and my, fi- my favorite one was, um, try virtual sex. Now, I've I, I got a problem with, with that one in particular, because virtual sex, right? Is just you masturbating in front of a computer. And before that, it was phone sex. Yeah. Now, if you if you said to me that masturbating in front of your computer is sex, then I lost uh-huh. my virginity at fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it doesn't feel yeah. like if you walked into, um like high school and said oh i just had sex and like oh how was it it's yeah great uh masturbated in front of my computer didn't have to like no one's gonna say you actually had had to clean the keyboard had, you know, yeah, no yeah. no one's saying that you having sex is masturbating in front of a computer screen <laughs> this is um well done to the, the cdc the british columbia center for Digital. can i say church yeah well done on actually finding out about these guidelines. I Look, I try to inform the people. Here's another one. You're going to love this one here. The British Columbia Centre for Disease Control said people should use barriers like walls, e.g. <laughs> glory holes, that allow for sexual <laughs> contact but prevent close face-to-face contact. Uh, and, then, and then, this is the, the same article, they ex- it describes... What a glory hole is. A glory hole is a small <laughs> opening cut into a wall that allows someone to have sex with as little skin-to-skin contact as possible. Now, I'm going to put it out there. I don't think that's a very accurate description of a glory hole. <laughs> I would say a glory hole is not used to allow the, the least amount of skin-to-skin contact. I think it's like to have like anonymous sex. I think that's, yeah. the, like, that's what it's... Sort of for, uh, I don't also, have to see the other person. The that, other person doesn't have to see me. But, that's yeah. right. Uh, my, uh, they've also said virtual sex in Zoom parties were also recommended, as well as chat rooms uh, on the internet. Imagine getting. Do they recommend sex robots? Oh, th- 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 for me, that sounds sex robot sounds less more like sex than masturbating six feet apart or through a glory hole. I, I or 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 having virtual sex, it, all of that seems a bit more realistic than than these guidelines um, wow. guidelines talk about. So there you go, Kieran. You you um you can if we if uh, we started masturbating right now, we would be having monkeypox safe sex. Oh, that's good to know, Church. <laughs> um, because we look after one another. that came off a little bit more sexual than i think you intended (laughs) it uh it did yeah it it did speaking of monkeys Mm -hmm. (laughs) 11 people and a monkey in a bulletproof vest 
killed in a Mexican cartel shootout. Like they were all in the same bulletproof vest. Uh, 11 people and a, well they put the monkey in a bulletproof vest oh that's good <laughs> why do they have a monkey no 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 why do they have a bulletproof vest that could fit a monkey I think that's more <laughs> of the question that I would be asking <laughs> or was that it monkey's own bulletproof vest it might have been a spider monkey a spider monkey <laughs> dressed to resemble a cartel mascot <laughs> So the, the bulletproof vest was designed for this monkey. Then <laughs> it was just following with a hoodie, bulletproof vest, and a diaper. The... <laughs> was killed in a shootout in Mexico on Tuesday. So he was actually just following the monkey pox CDC safe like... sex guidelines. Wear clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is the Simpsons with the um, Springfield U and the and the pig. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, in Mexico. <laughs> in Mexico. So, so wait, you ha- you're a cartel. You're in Mexico, and you go. We're we need ma- a mascot. And cartels have mascots. <laughs> yeah, but we like we need a mascot. Oh, how about we use like. An eagle. Well, we can't use an eagle. That's What's another st- like a lion? We can't do a lion. What's left on the on the wheel? <laughs> monkey. <laughs> Go on for monkey. You had to put that on your oh. flag. That's great. Um, it is. It is just so eleven people and a monkey got shot. Monkey and a shot. That's pretty that- great. Uh, 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 Mexico is a different world. <laughs> As you all know, like if there was a cartel, like a, a cartel here in Australia, they wouldn't choose an animal. Like that would just be, it would be. Like, I'm just thinking, like that all be NRL teams, like Storm. Like yeah. oh, we're the Storm cartel, and yeah, we're getting down there. It, you know, we're the Bronco cartel. Yeah, we're the Broncos. Here we go. Oh, we've got a rivalry with our uh, New South Wales slash Queensland counterpart, or there'd be like an East West one for Melbourne. Yeah. Because that's the way we do it around here. But to put a monkey, not only to have a monkey as a mascot, but to go, we actually do need a, a monkey around. <laughs> <laughs> and to put him in a hoodie and a bulletproof vest, that that's the bit that gets me the most. I think it's great. That, that I, monkey gets think... treated better than most of the people in Mexico. I think so too. Um, police do not know the name of the monkey. Well, it's whatever the cartel gang's name is, I would just assume. Have you ever seen that video <laughs> on YouTube of, and it's one of my favourites, and it's the monkey, it's an orangutan, and he's driving around, I'm guessing he's driving around a zoo in a golf cart by himself. No. And he's just <laughs> he's just driving a golf cart around a zoo. <laughs> not seen this clip. oh it's the it's so relaxing it's just him and he's <laughs> he's literally just driving like this <laughs> I, I i can't even it's my favorite clip of all time uh it it's so good. so what do i have to type in orangutan driving uh, uh, hooray. 
Oh, this works for all those listening on Spotify. Oh, it's so, going to be great. Yeah. Well, look, it's just the fun of it. Here we go. I've got it here. Of course, there's an ad. But it, it, it it's one of those things on YouTube where Jess will be like, why is this in your recently played? I'm like, because I feel like it's an important part of culture. Here we go. Look at that guy. <laughs> oh, my God. That and, is great. And you can just see, like, he's driving a golf brilliant. cart. He's driving, like, one, uh, one-handed. one he, He's driving a golf cart. One hand's outside. One hand's out the sun. He's just really enjoying that. He's taking the corn as well. You know, someone's yeah, just filming. he's staring. He's not even looking ahead. He's just looking out the window. Like, if there was a window. Yeah. He'd just be looking out the window. Life's good. He's just enjoying his time as a as a as a monkey, and I think later on, you know, he's parking the car. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> he drives one handed the whole oh time. There's, there's another video where. Oh, here we go. This is the one. Here we go. This one here, he's driving in a zoo. Have a look, because he's driving past, and then he see there's a lion as a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And the tiger's like, hang on a second. <laughs> hang on a sec. This guy's just enjoying himself. What a great time. I should be attacking this thing. Oh, my God. That's great. So Those well are some of my zoo. most favorite videos of all time. Uh, there's a whole bunch of them. We've just hoping to rang you tan golf cart uh there's like a hundred videos of that that monkey driving around you'd never want to you never want another orangutan a monkey in that golf cart because it could get pushed out maybe maybe mm. <laughs> <laughs> to make the cart go faster it took one for the team i hear that's what i heard last time a monkey fell out of a golf cart <laughs> <laughs> no, people don't know that Kieran once fell out of a golf cart. He claims he was pushed. I'm pretty sure I was he, pushed. I'm pretty sure he was was not. Kieran, last week we did an episode and we talked about the Fat Lip podcast and we talked about how to safely die as a fat uh-huh. person. You decided that you would forget your clips for last week and save them. Save them this for this week. week here. And sadly we have to do this. Not in the same place, but you are here now. You've emailed me the clips, and you—I think we're ready to have a listen to what these fatties are doing. Um, so this is right back at the very start, and I know we've sort of talked about this in in a previous podcast, <laughs> but we're sort of going back to the definition of what does fat mean. Okay, because Turch, you you came on onto this podcast and showed someone else who had. Four different categories of fatness. Yes, yes. These yeah. girls just have fat versus super fat. Okay. And I think it's important to sort of go on their journey and figure out what is the difference. Right. Right. Because I remember we did... It was I like... can't remember what each clip is. Okay. So you're just going to have to play them. <laughs> Okay. Do you just want me to go clip number one, or do you want me to do clip number eight? <laughs> no, no, go 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 in order. Go okay, on. we'll do clip number one. Here we comes. Fact that there are different categories of fat person, and it's something that 
we never really hear in fat acceptance. And, but it's something that I think a lot of the very fat people are thinking a lot of the time. Because what Roxane Gay said was that there are the barely fat people, the, you know, just like 20 or 25 pounds overweight, the plus size models, the Ashley Grahams. <laughs> and then there are the Lane Bryant fats. And those are, um, people who, well, I'm going to say people, but I really mean women because there are, you know, fat guys too, but basically we're talking about women here. Sorry guys. <laughs> so, so there's barely fat and then like fat and then, uh, model fat is <laughs> like model T. Like a Model T Ford fat? Is that what she's talking about? I've got no idea. Oh, you don't get that? I have. <laughs> okay. Oh, right. Like the car, Model T Ford. The that was the first T, Ford. Yeah, yeah. The hand crank. Anyway. Um, but so fat men are not real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Men, men don't get a mention in this. Oh, that's good. Because men there are, are no fat. fat men. She's right. <laughs> Only fat women. <laughs> <laughs> what we say? Okay, so we're trying to figure out what 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 is fat. Let's play clip number two. Well, she at least she agrees with something. She agrees that you can be overweight because she said that people can be like twenty five to thirty pounds overweight. Yeah. So at least she is like in the in the death episode, she didn't even accept that you could be like overweight wasn't a thing. She yeah. sort of just implied yeah. that, oh, yeah, obesity is just what it is. If, it if, doesn't mean you're if overweight. If I remember correctly, this is episode two. Okay. I, I don't know. Which we also noticed, you also noticed that the breathing isn't as heavy in this episode. It, did, did she have, I didn't listen to this episode. Did she have other people on with her? She did. Okay. So maybe that's why, maybe she's standing a little bit further away from the microphone and we can't hear her. Uh, breathing as much. I, I think the other person is on Skype or something like that. Right. Okay. Well, let's have a close into right. clip two. Um, basically, Lane Bryant fats are women who are between a size 12 and a 28. And they buy all their clothes at all of the mainstream uh, retailers that go up to a size 26, 28. So size 26, 28. Uh, let me, so size 12. 12, 12. What, what type of fat person was it? Let's have a listen. Um, but basically, Lane Bryant fats are women. Lane Bryant fats? I don't know what that means. I've got she no refer- idea either. Is she referring to a person maybe? Something Bryant? Uh, maybe. Okay. So what's this episode about of this show? What is fat versus super fat? Right, right. Okay, let's listen to. So we haven't even got, we haven't even got super fat yet. So, but size twenty eight. I'm just trying to find my notes from the previous show. So I think I wrote down how big you have to be to be a size twenty eight. Um, somewhere. But a size twenty eight was like four hundred and something pounds, four hundred and fifty pounds to be like the biggest size before you can't buy any mainstream clothes. And I don't even think we have those sizes here in Australia. Like that's how big it is. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. 
Number three. Clip um, number three. Clip number three. Here we go. Third category that Roxanne Gay uh, mentioned was the super morbidly obese. That's what she called them. And she puts herself in that category. And those are the people that are beyond a size 28 and have completely different experiences than the... I know, I know you say that you can't hear her breathing, but in that clip I could hear her breathing yeah. quite heavily. Like, I've got COVID <laughs> and I'm not breathing that fucking heavily. <laughs> I, I feel like in the later episodes she breathes heavier. Well, because I think the start of this show, like we try to do a weekly episode. I know it doesn't happen, but we try our best. Compared to them, like she does one like every second week or did like only one every month. So the first episode of this was in like 2016 or 2017 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas we didn't start that long ago. And so maybe in that time, she's only gotten fatter and more unhealthy. That's the mm-hmm. only thing That's I can think thinking. of. Was it? Oh, let's go. To so we've done that. So, so the next group of fat people is just, we can't buy regular clothes anymore. We have to buy the moo-moos. Like, yeah, like, basically. I'm just okay, I'm gonna put it out there. Do you remember the episode where of The Simpsons and Homer decides I'm gonna get so fat I'm gonna go on disability? Uh huh. That was three hundred pounds. Three hundred pounds. That's right. Which is nothing compared to these behemoths. Like we used to make um, fun of the person that was three hundred pounds. It's it's for for females if I'm if I'm not mistaken most females are what somewhere between like a size eight to twelve yeah twelve to fourteen yeah eight or to twelve 14. to fourteen eight like to that's, yeah there could be some conversion differences in yeah. countries or things so I don't know, let's say eight to fourteen eight to sixteen Size twenty eight. It's huge. Double. It's double. It's double like the top end of the average. Yeah. But then, like she's saying that the morbidly obese people don't fit into that category. They're even more extreme. All right, let's go mm-hmm. to clip number four. I think this is going to be the top end of the fats. Let's have it. Yeah. What you should do is figure out how to define super fats. So. I think traditionally people have tried to like define the super fat uh, category of people with a certain weight. And I don't think it really works because people are, have different heights. And so like 350 pounds on a five, one person is completely different than 350 pounds on a six, one person. So I don't think weight really works out to like be a good measure for determining, you know, who's in the super fat category. That that I mean, now she's sorry, three hundred, yeah, three hundred and fifty pounds for someone who's six foot one, yeah, which I'm six foot one, yeah, is one hundred and sixty kilos. Yeah, but that's massive for even someone who isn't one six foot one. I know that's what I mean. <laughs> someone who's six foot Wait, one, can we who's just one hundred and sixty kilos? Can we just is, go back a, there? Her her her. What she, what she wants is is. A, a unit of like a, a, a formula that takes into consideration not just your weight but your height 
to see if you are obese or not. And I'm pretty sure we have that. And I'm I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I remember this. I remember this. Like, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. What she's referring to is the BMI, and that also takes into <laughs> effect your age and some of the else. Like, so there's a few other factors. Like, they actually. So what she's looking for is a scale to determine if someone is fat or not. Based on a church, you're wrong. Various, I can tell you, you're wrong. You're very wrong. Various, various inputs, and yet we have that. And I guarantee we're going to go through some of these clips, and she's not going to. She's going to go. The BMI is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, clip number five, Kieran. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm so excited now. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't. So weight doesn't really work for this, um, and like. We would never use like BMI because one, it's bullshit, and two, it's like some weird medical garbage. And <laughs> there's no use for it. Like, no. if you use BMI for anything in life, then I just don't want to know you. <laughs> but she, Kieran, I swear I didn't listen to this episode or your clips before we started this episode here. She literally said before this, we have to. It's different for for people who are tall than short when it comes to weight. Like, you can't just be using uh-huh. one. Yeah. And then in the literally, I would say I'm going to say this happened in the next sentence. Pretty much, yes. She said, BMI's bullshit, though. And look, I yeah. agree. There are some aspects, like, it doesn't work for everyone. Like, it does, like. It's a good proxy. It's, it's a, a good, good proxy. proxy. Like, look, it tells me that I'm obese, but also I can lift more than my own body weight at the bench press, right? And someone who is lighter in weight and less muscle mass, it's not going to work for. But as a good proximity sort of thing, estimator. It's not bad at all, right? Yeah. But well, she's like totally discounting it, despite the fact it does exactly what she wants it to do. <laughs> like, clip number I six. Know. Clip know. number six. Here we go. A lot of people try to use a size basis when they're trying to define super fats, and I think, I mean, I think it's sort of the same issue. First of all, like sizes vary wildly from person to person just based on you know body shape and also height and also like sizes differ so much between different retailers that it's not exactly reliable Uh, i think that if you're buying a pair of pants kieran and like Mm -hmm. i'm a size like 33 waist Mm -hmm. (laughs) i can pretty pretty confidently go into any shop and go I'm a size 33 waist. And they're going to go, here is a size 33 waist. Yeah. And again, I've got some extra large t-shirts and I've got some small my, t-shirts. They fit all right. My my variation with that is in some cuts, I'm a 36. Some, I'm a 38. Yeah. But it's but very close. But my variation close. is only by t- t- two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. two sizes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty confident that if you go, yeah, 33, 36, you, it's a great starting point, much like the BMI. It's a great starting point to determine, uh, you know, and I think that would almost imply your weight. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I think you could, based on someone's BMI, have a good approximation for how much they weigh. Or, or, their, or their waist size or the shirt size. You could probably go, okay, 
If this guy is do you know what? Do you know what large, is a really good approximation to know if you're fat? What's that? Body fat percentage. I would say that's probably the most accurate oh. one out of all of them. <laughs> that's gold standard. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, let's go right. to clip number seven. This is amazing. It, like, for someone who probably really likes science, she doesn't like anything to do with fat people and how they're labelled in that the medical community. Amazing. Here we go. Yeah. Clip number yeah. seven. Like, if you're going for the, like, the most simplistic measure of what a super fat person is, I feel like size is like an easy way to go. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what her issue is. She keeps like going, you can't use this, you can't use that. And then, you know, I I always I've worked in projects and I'm sure you've done this uh-huh. sort of stuff before. And there's always like one person that comes and goes, Oh, we can't do this, we can't do that, we can't do that. And that's and then they leave. And you're like, Well, that person is actually of no use. Mm-hmm. If you someone comes in and goes, Oh, we can't do this and this is because of these reasons and this is a potential good option. You're like, okay, that's that's a that's a good value person or someone of merit because they understand more than just it's bad or, or or don't give you a reason. If someone gives you a reason why it's bad, you can go, okay, I can work with that. If someone goes, the reason why it's bad and this is a better option, it's like even better. But if someone goes, it's all bad and walks away, which is basically what this woman Ash is doing. It's Ash, isn't it, from memory? Uh, kind of yeah. Um. It's like, why are you even here? Like, what, what, if you're listening to this as a podcast, what value are you getting out of this as a fat person? She can't even define what it is. Like, Adam, she's trying to give you a definition of a word and any metric that she can use to measure it. Um, um, it gets better, Tench. It gets better. Oh, let me go clip eight then. Um, grants access, right. accessibility. Right. So, that kind of cutoff in size, even though it's just a number and, you know, my size could be five different things in different stores. Mm -hmm. It's like, where does your accessibility cut off when it comes to what you can get in a brick and mortar store? So I think even though it's arbitrary somewhat, it does kind of float around the best way to define it. Yeah. So even these other people just don't understand that one measurement. So it's coming to it's coming down to accessibility. How much can you access um, is now determining whether you're super fat. Right. Okay. Well, that's even more of a dubious measurement, I think. (laughs) That's, um, Mm -hmm. you know, they want to, like, categorize people, but the categorization methodology that, like, this is using now is almost individualizing every fat person is different which mm-hmm. makes it uh the opposite of categorization <laughs> it's pretty clear if you're fat there's extra health complications you're gonna have you're probably gonna fit into this size or more it might be subtly different but it's probably this size or more at the shop you know you're yeah. you're, you're, you're you're now investing in moos. that's what's going on here if you can't buy clothes, if you're a regular size person, so I'm not talking about, you know, really tall people, yeah. but if you're a regular size person who can't buy clothes at a shopping centre, 
you have an, a, too much abundance in your life. It, I, I agree with that. I don't see many third world countries or Eastern European countries with people, again, I'm going to say people over 300 pounds because as a metric, uh, my metric is the Simpsons episode where Homer decides to get morbidly obese to go on disability. <laughs> and that's my metric now of morbidly obese people. Great metric. I, and I would trust the Simpsons because they have very smart writers. <laughs> they do, especially back then. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm glad that we've come up with a better metric, a simpler understanding metric of what morbidly morbidly obese, you know, super fat people are than this. Like, we've listened to a whole bunch of clips. I'm sure this episode's like 30 minutes to an hour long. Uh And we've just come up with a better, (laughs) a better, better (laughs) metric that everyone clearly will understand. Let's listen to clip nine. Women's sizes 32 plus is who we're talking about here. If we're going like just by size. I mean, there are other things too. Like, you know, like if you need two seats on a plane or if, I don't know, other super fat experiences. Like you've ever desperately needed to sit down in a room full of chairs that will not hold you. (laughs) (laughs) What a metric. (laughs) Oh man, I'm so puffed out from being <laughs> super fat. I need to sit down. Quick, give me two chairs. <laughs> it's a problem. If that's happening, you have to you have to look internal and you have to change. <laughs> change. He mentioned going to the doctor. It's like, how fat are you? He's like, well, I need two seats on a plane. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Write that bad boy down. I uh, last time you were here, you took two and a half seats. Uh, how are we going? To, oh, I'm I'm down to two. Well, that's a woo, well done. <laughs> what a stupid <laughs> metric! <laughs> oh, okay. Clip ten. Clip uh-huh. ten. Women's sizes thirty-two plus is who we're talking about here. If we're going like just by size, I mean there are other things too, like you know, like. Oh, I feel like we listened to this one. Clip 11, sorry. Or, oh, what's happened is I think a lot of the fat acceptance community has sort of built their world around this size range that is, you know, too fat for mainstream culture and like experiences difficulties and prejudices from the mainstream world. And so they're, you know, fighting their own battle, but they don't even recognize that there is a whole category of people that are much fatter than them that (laughs) like they're not even considering at all. And so that's the problem. There's like no representation at all for women that are larger than that. So there's really fat people (laughs) that are really fat and they're taking away any represent like people only think of those fat people rather than the really fat people over here. <laughs> that is what she just said, yes. <laughs> those fat those fats don't represent me. <laughs> I think I think I don't I don't think I included it, but there was a clip in the show which is like the defense force has a limit yeah. and won't take fat people. Yeah. 
And I was like, well, duh, I don't <laughs> want fat people in the fucking defense force. Or, or the fire brigade. <laughs> Like, yeah. Okay, we're going to climb up the tree and save Jimmy. Oh, I'm very sorry. We're going to have to stop you there. I don't climb any of the trees. <laughs> we run into that burning building. Oh, no, 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 sir. That's fat phobic. <laughs> we don't run in this. Like, what? What? I would rather have a libertarian uh, fire brigade that asks for like $20 every time they put out a fire. Than to have a fat people run fire brigade. <laughs> Can you even get firemen cats in that size? <laughs> I I think there's a limit to the fi- the size of a firefighting uh, uniform. Uh, have you ever heard of that joke of, uh, that I'm referring to, like the libertarian defense force and police force and stuff like that? Like you call no. the call the police and they come down. And you're like, oh, and every bullet that they shoot, they have to put like a 20 cent piece into the, the gun. <laughs> <laughs> and every, you know, every time that they talk to you, that you, you have to, to pay them. It's pretty funny. All right, let's That's clip 12, clip 12. When a store goes up to a size 26 and you ask me to celebrate that, like it becomes a problem because it's like, okay, well, you're telling me, well, at least we're getting somewhere. Like at least it's a step in the right direction. But for me, like, it's nothing because I don't have, like, I don't have any, I'm no closer to fitting into those clothes than I am to fitting into, like, size 12. So. Well, no, I disagree with that. You can definitely get, it'd be easier for you to lose a little bit of weight and fit into a size 26 or whatever it was than it is for you to lose a lot of weight and fit into a size size 12. I mean, what you're saying is that I'm not going to do any self-improvement. I'm just going, is, does that mean you're like a size 44? Well, remember, she has to be over a size, she was in Finny Fat, which was like size 20, 36 plus. You know, she's she's past the Moo Moo stage, I think. Or she's definitely it's in Moo Moo. Te- Moo Moo sort it's of. It's crazy. This is, You've one, got it. this is one of those things, like, she's like, I can't celebrate with you when she stops short stores starts sizing like 26 and it's like well it, it it's one of those she she can't be happy for anybody else at all yeah yeah like it's, oh well that doesn't affect me so i'm not gonna really worry about it in this community it's like well yeah that's why the like you're probably not going to get representation because if you're uplifting this, like if you're in a community and you're all trying to get something and like there's a little move forward, like movements happen, it's always little steps. Uh, and it's like, yeah, hey, they're never big steps. Yeah. Never big steps. They never go, oh yeah, you know, we're going to, like in this case here, like maybe shops only went up to size at 20 and now they're going to 26 and they're like, hey, that's amazing. And she's like, well, I'm a size 40. So... That 26, that's not even a win. Why should I celebrate? It's like, well, that's like one step towards the 40. You know, they're still going to make enough fabric just to get to the 40. So let's start with the 26. Let's see. I should probably probably complain if it costs more money as well. Well, economics doesn't (laughs) seem to be his strong... Any mathematical type of formula, Kira, doesn't seem to be her strong suit. This is why I'm sticking with the Simpsons 
um, you know, Moo Moo 300 pounds as my, uh, my, my baseline of obesity. This is the last clip you've got here. Um, uh, you know, this is reminding me of, of a whole thing in Monty Python's whole, uh, um, Life of Brian. Yeah. As that whole scene where it's like, oh, we we're going to fight for the right for you, <laughs> Stephanie, to have babies. And it's like, why? <laughs> it's not like you can have the babies. It's a, and it's that whole scene. And I feel like this is what, she's that person going like, why are we fighting? Uh, who cares? Very strange. Right, last clip here from the Fat Lip Podcast. A lot of times... Um, people that are like advocating for fat bodies are like, you can run a marathon and you can, you know, like, I don't know. What do, what do people do? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Like it seems like ride a bike. Yeah. Yeah. I don't (laughs) like fat girls can ride bikes. Fat girls can jump on trampolines. Like fat girls can do anything. And it's like, I don't think. (laughs) So if you can't do some of these things, which you should be able to do, yeah, you have a problem and you should be addressing that problem. I, I don't know if you saw, this, this is an, funny how it just coincides with this right now, but there was a, a TikTok, an, uh, a, a plus-size model, um, plus-size woman model, or TikTok person, and she recently went to like a ranch and was denied the ability to ride one of their horses, like go on this horseback mm-hmm. riding adventure, because she was too heavy. And she made this like big complaint to the place on TikTok and on their face, all that sort of thing. And the, the, uh, for me, I'm like, well, okay, if, you, if the, the rancher said that you're too heavy, that just means that whatever weight you are, they're not being discrimination discriminating just you. They're discriminating anyone that you're like in this certain weight range and higher, which they need to. Which they need to because at the end of the day, that's the that's about animal welfare. <laughs> yeah, and I think I I'm pretty sure like you would have a, like if you were a horse, you would also have a weight limit of how much could uh-huh. be on your back. Lifts have weight limits. Lifts have weight limits as well, but. She was complaining that it's like, oh, it's unfair. It's this and that. It's like discrimination. And I'm like, yeah, but what about the animal rights aspect of it? Probably comes into play here more than your discrimination. Like, it's not, it's not. They're not discriminating because they don't like fat people. They're discriminating just because they don't want the horses to get hurt. And I think if if you're being denied the ability to ride a horse, I think you might go maybe maybe. Maybe I'm the one that's the issue here. Like, you know, you don't go, oh, the horse probably has to go do some more bench press. Like, <laughs> your, you know, back rows to get stronger to carry me. No, you go, no, no, I really want to ride a horse. I'm going to lose the weight so I can ride a horse. Like, that. that's how you... The, that I think that's a normal ideologue or the progression of how to do things. But it doesn't seem like this group of people on the Fat Lip Podcast have that sensibility it's like if you want to do certain things like you know you can't just be a doctor you have to do the study you can't just like run a 5k run you you sort of have to train to do it 
You know, you can't just yeah. go on stage and be a fantastic comedian or fantastic musician. You have to sit at home and do the practice. You can't just be walking to a job and be the director. You have to learn about any of the businesses. You can't, you, you have to start somewhere. And like a lot of people already are at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some things you're going to work towards, but we take for granted a lot of these things, like the ability to ride a bike or go for a run or go to the gym and feel comfortable or, you know, take your top off at the at the, at the pool. But for a lot of people, it's not it's not like that. But if if you're like that and you want to do something, you can do something about it. I think this TV show, The Biggest Loser, showed that it's possible. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And I don't, not in the healthiest way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is possible. But but it does show that the competition does help, mm-hmm. and the motivate. But I think it's like any anything. If you want to do something, you're going to do it. Like if you want to stop smoking, no one can just tell you to stop smoking. You have to want to stop. You know, if you want to give up alcohol, no one can just force you to stop. You have to go. No, I actually want. I want to stop. I talk My dad quit smoking many many years ago. And he's always gone, I've never wanted, I never actually quit smoking. All I ever did was never buy another pack of cigarettes. And I'm like, that's such a, like, my, my, that's a weird way of thinking about it. But if he yeah. just doesn't buy another pack of cigarettes, he'll never smoke again. Oh, unless someone offers him a cigarette. But he, he can always decline that, you know. But yeah. it's that mentality, of, I don't have my own. I'm not going to bum uh-huh. off someone uh-huh. else, you know? So he's a man of ethics and morals. Ah, oh, well, you know. He doesn't want to have to owe anybody anything because then if he takes someone's cigarette, he has to buy a pack. Yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. Oh. Yes, good morning, good evening, bad poet society. Ah. Uh, it's our friend. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, it's just sad because I think I've got nothing else, Kieran, over here. Have you got yeah, I've got nothing else? else either. Oh, well, we're about to wrap things up. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for our first ever episode on Twitch. I'm sure we'll get banned off here too. But for all your wanking needs, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now on Twitch. We'll see if we can do some more of these. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, some death threats, some rants, hey, record it on your phone. And email us at we only two one take podcast at gmail.com. And if we do another live session, if you're following us on Twitter and Facebook, we do post the links where you can actually join us on the stream and rant about whatever you want. Kieran, thank you so much for being on the show once again. Oh, I, I like how I get thanked each week. It's oh. very nice. You you put <laughs> you put in the effort this week. <laughs> and we'll see you all next Thursday. Come on, man. Motherfuckers, guys. Come on. Give me the five-star rating, baby. Give me the five-star. That's all I want, baby. It's all I want. I'll fuck all the beautiful girls in the goddamn world. They'll fuck a 10-star. I just want five. Five, baby, just five.